All right, welcome back. Let's talk about last week's wolf escape at the Greater Vancouver Zoo. What a traumatic situation this was. Someone apparently cut a hole in the fence of the wolf enclosure there. What kind of knucklehead would do something like that if they thought they were doing these wolves a favor by setting them free? It was basically a death sentence for one of the wolves. One wolf found dead by the side of the road after someone cut a hole in the fence. Another wolf happily has been recovered here. Now, have a listen to this. we got a great panel standing by on this. First, have a listen to Manita Prasad here, who is a spokesperson for the Greater Vancouver Zoo. And here she is getting you know, emotional after this happened last week. Have a listen to this. As a result of the senseless act... Our wolf pack, sorry, has lost two family members. We were really hopeful for a positive outcome for all of the members of our wolf pack. But tragically, we were heartbroken this morning to discover Chia deceased on the side of the road of 264th Street. Our search and rescue operation continues, and we are asking for the public's help to reunite Tempest with her family. Okay, uh, happily that other young wolf named Tempest was found and has been returned to the zoo. All right, let's discuss this now. This has now triggered another debate about zoos and whether they should be allowed to continue at all. There is a movement to shut zoos down in Canada and particularly right here in Vancouver. Let's discuss it. Both sides of it now for you. Jim Fassett, Executive Director of Canada's Accredited Zoos and Aquariums. And I'm very pleased to welcome him back. Hey, Jim, thanks for coming on today. Good morning, Mike. Pleasure to be back. Thanks a lot for doing this. Also on the line is Rebecca Bretter. Rebecca is an animal rights lawyer at Bretter Law, and I'm pleased to welcome her back too. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you. Good morning, Mike. Thanks very much for the invite. Okay, thank you to both of you. Rebecca, let me go to you first. What did you think about this uh, this incident last week with the these this wolf escape at the zoo? Apparently, an act of sabotage there. Your thoughts? Yes, I mean, I think what this really highlights is that what's really heartbreaking here is not the fact that someone sabotaged the enclosure, but what's heartbreaking is that it highlights how wolves are kept in captivity and at any given moment where they're given an opportunity to escape, they will. We know now, not from animal rights activists, not from just people who are against zoos, but we know from science that keeping animals in captivity deprives them of a positive, good welfare. It's essentially cruel, and it promotes immense amount of suffering for animals kept in captivity. And that's what this whole scenario with the wolves really highlighted. Okay, about your point about if, if they have an opportunity to escape, they will. My understanding is most of the wolves in that enclosure actually stayed inside the enclosure. First of all, why would you even have wolves here in captivity? What is the point of having wolves in captivity here in Vancouver when they need to be out in the wild? There's absolutely no conservation element or component to that at all. And fundamentally what it comes down to is that what zoos want to do, it's not conservation, it's not anything to promote the welfare of animals. The bottom line is that they want to generate money and revenue for themselves, and that's what it comes down to. It has nothing to to do with something positive for animals. All right, Jim Fassett, head of Canada's accredited zoos and aquariums. Jim, your thoughts? 
Well, um, it's uh, not necessarily surprising to hear what I just heard. The fact of the matter is that last week what took place was a criminal act. And that is the point. And it should not be lost. It was a criminal act on two fronts. Number one, somebody actually broke, had to pierce the perimeter fence up high, cut through it, jumped in overnight, and then by doing so endangered themselves by cutting open a habitat and endangered the, the public. This is something that should not be done. We've seen this before at Catholic Credit Facilities when, we're, when we had a facility that needed to shut down in New Brunswick. This kind of behavior cannot be condoned in any way. So I, I find it a little disheartening to hear, not to hear the fact that, that this behavior what is not being condemned. This kind of behavior needs to be condemned, period, and stop. This kind of violence does not solve anything, number one. So having the animals in question at the Greater Vancouver Zoo and elsewhere in the care of humans actually goes a long way to contributing to the education of our visitors across Canada. And we have 12 million visitors each and every year. year. That's only one component. But the behavior of this needs to be condemned. It was unacceptable. It's not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. Okay, well, let me check with Rebecca on that. Rebecca, I assume you don't support, like, cutting a hole in the fence at a zoo. No, and I'm, of course I'm not. I'm not saying that yeah. this was not a criminal act. Of course yes. it was. I mean, it would be foolish to say otherwise. But what this really highlights is the growing public outrage and sentiment that people are feeling, society is feeling in general, about keeping animals in captivity. The time has come for zoos to shut down. There's a reason why Bill S-241, also known as the Jane Goodall Act, um, is is in front of federal parliament now, which is a, a bill that is trying to prohibit the breeding and basically the keeping of some larger animals in captivity like elephants, great apes, bears, wolves, seals, and, and other animals. And the reason for that is because there's growing sentiment about how people feel that keeping animals in captivity is wrong. I mean, just look at the ban on cetaceans, right? We, have, we now have a ban across Canada from keeping whales and dolphins in captivity. And the same is going to happen. I have no doubt whether it's in the next year or in the next 10 years that we need to transfer the model from a zoo model to a sanctuary-based model. And if zoos really cared about animals, they would not be profiting off of their backs and keeping them in small places. Jim Fassett, what do you say to that? The need for zoos, aquariums, and accredited, and I'm talking about accredited facilities in Canada, first off. And I can only speak for the 27 accredited members of CASA to begin with, has probably never been more important, especially during this pandemic. We have seen immense public support through the number of visitors that are coming to accredited facilities across Canada over the last three years. There is a growing demand for learning and education, and we know this through our attendance. We know this through the fact that our members of CASA across Canada have increased their online training and educational programming with schools, school children across Canada and outside of Canada and around the world. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. The uh, act that uh, my colleague um, uh, mentions is in second reading. Uh, CASA has an opinion that this act is, uh, needs significant amendments. It makes uh, a lot of things, a lot of statements that, frankly, 
are not the case at accredited zoos and facilities. Where there are facilities, zoological facilities in Canada that are not accredited by CASA, and there is any form of abuse going on, we do not support that at all. That's why one of our major mandates here at CASA is to grow CASA accreditation across Canada, which you have in the province of British Columbia, as you know. So at accredited facilities, we don't stand for this. We have a very thorough uh, peer review-based process that uh, does not do anyone any favors by uh, having uh, these kind of acts tolerated or, or any other form of, of abuse tolerated whatsoever. Rebecca, Rebecca Bratter, go yeah, ahead. Let, let, let me just say a couple of words about CASA for, for um, listeners who may not know what that is. CASA is Canada's accredited zoos and aquariums. And just to be clear, this is a private industry association that represents the interests of its private industry members. Of all its members, my understanding, there is only one veterinarian that is part of of CASA that is a non-voting member. All other members are private industry. They're basically zoos and aquarius. So they are they are watching themselves. And again, the bottom line is always profit. It has nothing to do with with the welfare of animals. The accreditation standards for CASA are vague at best. They are not species specific. Um, there is nothing specific like prescriptive requirements. What I mean by by that, as an example, there are some not quoting word for word, but as an example, when the description about what habitats require for animals. What CASA requires is habitats that include a full range of body motion and physical movement. Well, I'm sorry, but being able to physically move is not enough to establish the okay. well-being of an animal in captivity. Jim, Jim, not, a quick, not to quick mention response. inspection only yeah. happens every five years with advance notice. And not to mention even one last point is yeah. that there have been numerous high-profile incidents at CASA so-called accredited institutions, including the biting of a toddler, uh, 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 the toddler being bit by a bear in August 2019, summer of 2020, an emaciated moose here at the Vancouver Zoo that resulted in uh, in the, the animal being euthanized. And that's only because someone who cared enough took a picture and let then there get, was an investigation. Quick, quick response from Jim, and then we got to fit a break in here. Jim, go ahead. Um, we... Our accreditation standards have been developed for over the past 40 years. We are a peer-review-based system like any other professional society. We use outcome-based protocols like they do in many other sectors, including transportation, engineering, and alike. We have a process uh, that we go through. Our standards are out there for the public to see and to read. And many other, facility, many other uh, accrediting bodies around the world use peer review and use outcome-based processes and whatnot. Okay. We so why not use animal welfare groups? Hang on, as hang on, hang on, Rebecca. Let, let, me just, let me just fit a break in here, guys, as we, as we must do, and then we'll come back on the other side. We'll continue our discussion about the future of zoos in Canada. Jim Fassett, Executive Director, Canada's Accredited Zoos and Aquariums. Rebecca Bretter, she's an animal rights lawyer. Bretter Law, open the phone lines too. If you have a comment or question, phone me right now. Do you think zoos should be shut down? 604-280-9898 is the number to call. Star 9898, toll free on your cell. Jim Fassett and Rebecca Bretter are my guests. This is Mike Smith, back with more after this.
We continue to talk about that wolf escape at the Greater Vancouver Zoo last week, and the debate is on now. Should that zoo be shut down? Should all zoos in Canada be closed? My guests are Jim Fassett, Canada's accredited zoos and aquariums. Rebecca Bretter from Bretter Law. Let's go to your phone calls. Ramona in Kamloops. Hi, Ramona. Go ahead. Ramona. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Hi there. I, yeah, I believe there's a need for zoos. There's a, a good gene pool and for reintroduction of species that are lost in other areas from humans. So I strongly believe it. Just beef up the security and make the habitat more habitable for the animals. Rebecca, what do you I've say to that? I zoos. Thank you. The vast majority, the vast majority of zoos aren't there to uh, to increase the gene pool and to reintroduce animals back into the wild. They're there for one sole purpose, which is to generate money for themselves by keeping animals in captivity. So people and kids, for a brief few seconds, can go, "Ooh, ah, that's so entertaining." I just wanted to say um, one thing about going back to the CASA point and and Jim's point about how it's a peer reviewed process. Again, let's be clear. I think it's a bit disingenuous to say quote, peer-reviewed. Peer-reviewed entails an objective uh, perspective. There's nothing objective about CASA. It is industry-led where they are keeping an eye on each other and promoting each other, again, okay. just to, to make money. And if if they really... all There's so many incidents that happen. I'd really like to know Jim's explanation. How does he explain when you see a stellar sea lion repeatedly sucking on the ground of his enclosure, when you see sea otters repeatedly okay, let me, let me give him, on let me the give edge him, of their tank? Let me give him a chance to respond here. Jim, go ahead. Sure. Um, first off, the assertion that um, zoos and aquariums exist for one purpose and one person only is false. Second, the idea that we don't reintroduce uh, animals into uh, more, na- some would say, more natural habitats is also false. Um, we have members across Casa, across Canada, that are doing this each and every day, and probably the most um, visible one that people may be able to identify with the most would be two cheetahs that came from a CASA accredited privately held facility in Hemingford, Quebec called Park Safari that have been rehomed in Zimbabwe. And it's been a remarkable thing that they've done. And we, I think I could be wrong. It was the first time ever done, not only in Canada, but perhaps North America. So the, 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 the school of thought that suggests that CASA accredited facilities do not participate in this. It's plain simply wrong. It's just not true. Let's go to a Anne. review system. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Go, well, please, I'll go ahead, squeeze in one more call here just in the interest of time because we've only got two minutes left. Anne in South Surrey. Anne, you've got 30 seconds here to make your point, okay? Yes, hi. I just wanted to say I'm on Rebecca's side because I think there have been instances in the past where um, the Alder Grove Zoo has had um, animals uh, that have been badly treated and euthanized. She's absolutely right. But if they want to make, if it's a money-making, why not, like they do in the UK, have, like, they have the Lions of Longleat, where you stay in your car, but the animals are free to wander. And, um, and of course, you will drive around special tracks and uh, see the animals. Okay. I mean, you know? Okay. Okay, we only Thank have one you. minute. We have one minute left, sadly, so I'll give each guest 30 seconds to sum up. Uh, Rebecca, go ahead. I'd like to see zoos shut down, uh, just period, and transfer to sanctuary-based model where animals are housed in natural habitats that are put together with suitable partners for stimulation and companionship, where their environment is enriched. It, 
keeping animals in captivity and giving them food, water, and dental and medical medical care is just not enough to ensure uh, their proper right. welfare. They need to be happy and thrive, and that is not what's happening in zoos right now. Go ahead, Jim. you got 30 seconds, too. Go ahead. Taza accredited facilities across Canada operate exceptional facilities where the animals in the care of human beings, in fact, do thrive, and they do do it exceptionally well. We have zoos, accredited zoos and aquariums in Canada have a role to play in society going forward, principally among those roles is educating, educating the public. And we're happy to, that we have 12 million visitors each and every year and want to equate them with 12 million inspectors each and every year. And we look forward to welcoming more going forward at our world-class facilities that are All right. accredited by CASA here in Canada. Thank I you. Want to, I want to thank you both for a really good discussion. As always, Jim Fassett, Canada's zoos, accredited zoos and aquariums. Rebecca Bretter is an animal rights lawyer, Bretter Law. Thank you to both of you for, for doing this today. Phone me on the buzz line thank in you. this one today. Thank you, guys.